Buildings have evolved, so let's give them the attention they deserve. This is 10 Minutes to a Better Building, a podcast from the building experts at Boland. We're a building solutions provider with more than 350 professionals and 150 technicians with one goal in mind, to make your building better. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 10 Minutes to a Better Building. I'm your host, Tyler Kern, and I'm thrilled you've joined us for another episode of the show. Now, today we're hunting for hidden nuggets of energy savings with Dean Smith, control specialist at Boland. Dean, thanks for joining us today, man. How are you doing? Doing well. Good to be here, Tyler. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thrilled to have you on the podcast. Uh, So let's dive in. You know, Dean, one of the things we've discussed on the podcast in the past is the importance of understanding what the client's goals are. Why is that such an important first step to everything that you do when it comes to uh, finding those energy savings and also just taking a holistic look at at buildings and how to make them better? Well, I think the the most important reason uh, that we have to fully understand what the client's goals are is because there's so many uh, variables, especially in the DC area, as to what a client wants out of their building. Now, some some folks want to save money. Some folks want uh, to control their environment at the expense of money. And, um, you know, some clients want a, a combination of both. That's a great point. And just, uh, I suppose, understanding what their priorities are and what their future goals are can help you understand, okay, here's the path that we need to take and, and here are the next steps as a result of that. So the next step in that process is really where your experience and your expertise kind of comes to the forefront, right? So talk me through how you lead decision makers to the solutions that will help them reach their goals. Once you understand what their goals are, how do you help get them there? The, the first and probably the, um, the key to it all is once you understand where a client really wants to go uh, with their building, uh, that really drives what sort of systems you can really uh, manipulate. You know, of course, uh, if, if they're concerned about air quality, if they're concerned about uh, temperature or continuity of operations, you know, you really can't do much to risk any of, of those things. And, and really the driver of everything that we do depends on or hinges on what the customer Uh, is looking to do, but often they don't know how to go about it. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. And, you know, we, we, we teased this episode as, you know, finding those hidden nuggets of energy savings that exist. What's so valuable about finding those nuggets that exist? And what makes you so passionate about this particular aspect of, uh, of creating better buildings? Uh, For me, uh, you know, I'm I'm fascinated by controls, by, by automation, uh, automation systems and and programming these things. Uh, But, you know, the, the real highlight is that we get to see, as controls techs, we get to see um, what the building's doing when nobody's looking. You know, most people understand that they're hot or they're cold or that the air is not flowing or, or whatever the case may be, but they don't understand or don't really know that they might have two systems that are running at the same time that are fighting each other. And we get to find that stuff for them and, um, you know, really bring it to their attention and um, associated cost savings with it. And then once you find those cost savings, I suppose, can, can savings kind of lead to other aspects of building improvement as well? So once you've maybe helped improve um, these areas and made things more efficient and made sure you don't have multiple systems running at the same time, can those savings then help maybe fund other aspects of, of creating a better building and fund some other projects that, that people might also be looking at? Is that something that you can look at also as maybe a two-tiered set of goals almost? Oh, that's an excellent point, Tyler. That's exactly one of the things we do. Um, we've got a great team of energy engineers here at Boland. 
Um, and they do a really, really good job at uh, associating hard numbers with the energy savings that, that we propose to customers. And that often does indeed um, drive other decisions on building improvements, even equipment purchases um, that can, you know, that can now happen because we've saved them thousands of dollars. Now they have thousands of dollars to improve something else. I really like that that idea of uh, of providing those hard numbers up front. So then you can begin to plan with okay, if we have this this extra capital, perhaps maybe we we do something else with it, and we we improve some other aspects of the building. I, I think that's a fantastic way of looking at things. But uh, I think it's also worth discussing maybe some of the. Um some of the obstacles that can get in the way of uh, of finding those energy savings, or maybe uh, some of the obstacles that uh, that occur that 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 might just uh, cause issues in the process. What are some obstacles that you come up against, and how do you help navigate and solve some of these some of these issues that can be uh, that can be problems in, in in these types of conversations? I'll probably say the number one issue we have, um, and any company probably has, is uh, associating a cost savings with a timeline and that'd be called a return on investment or ROI. Uh, most clients are looking at three years, maybe four years on an ROI. So they wanna see that cost savings pay for itself, um, you know, for the money that they lay out within three to four years. If it goes on longer than that, some clients are a little bit more hesitant to actually dive in and spend money to save money because they want a shorter term payback. One of the ways, and probably one of the biggest ways these days, we help uh, clients save money and get things done, even though the timeline might be a little bit longer, is there's a decent amount of um, public funding from the federal government and sometimes even through state and local governments to make changes or improvements to buildings, especially in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. So accessing the, or accessing, I should say, the information about those programs uh, has really helped us move some clients forward with the ability to make improvements to their buildings. That's interesting that 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 ROI conversation that that exists, I suppose. And, and I wonder, just I guess that's also probably part of um, maybe part of that uh, that goals conversation as well. Is when do you when do you expect to see ROI? When do you want to see ROI on this? And maybe setting expectations up front. Uh, I'm guessing that's probably part of that overall conversation as well. It, it is. It starts at the beginning and it actually continues through because, you know, of course, everybody wants to see an ROI immediately, but that's not always, uh, you know, a possibility. So you definitely have to be careful where you set a customer's expectations uh, in, you know, in, in a accordance with what they're wanting, you know, and, and we have to be honest. Sometimes, you know, you can't deliver uh, what a customer wants. So you have to be honest about it and set, help them set their expectations. It's an excellent point, you know, and and I suppose and this this is probably fairly ob- evident from the the conversation we've already had up to this point. But uh, but it seems like there's not a one size fits all solution. So you're not just going around looking to slap the same solution on every building around and just call it good. Um, and with that being the case, there uh, it involves that expertise that uh, that someone like Boland can help provide, right? And that's really where the value of your expertise and your experience in this industry comes into play. That um, it's not one size fits all. It, you do take goals and objectives into uh, into consideration and timelines and all that sort of thing. And it really does take uh, some expertise in order to uh, to manage, I, I suppose, all of these different elements and all these different aspects and find a cohesive strategy that's that's going to work for each particular customer and client because they're not all the same, right? They're definitely not all the same. All of the um, customers that, that we have um, and we've maintained over the years since I've been with Boland, um, you know, it, it's transitioned away from these cookie cutter buildings, standard 
VAV rooftop buildings to more complex, more energy efficient uh, buildings that, that do a lot more things and have a lot more moving parts. And there's very few, uh, except maybe in the education field, you know, K through 12 or something like that, where anything is cookie cutter anymore. Mm. So what's something that, um, you know, maybe a, a building owner or someone like that is listening to this podcast and they're wondering, okay, what steps can I take today to begin this particular process? Um, whether it's questions that I need to ask myself uh, so that I have answers when it comes to what my goals are or, you know, uh, things that I can be doing when it comes to finances today or, or things along those lines. What sorts of things do you think uh, people can start with if they are listening to this podcast and they're saying, man, everything Dean's saying makes a lot of sense. I'm interested in doing this. What's what's step number one that, that helps get on this path and get on this road? Probably the first step that any building owner or operator should take would be to just simply list three to five goals uh, that they would like to obtain for their property, whether it be energy efficiency, whether it be reliability, occupant comfort, um, or anything of that nature to kind of cement in words what it is that they really want to do. Because a lot of people have you know general ideas, but once you start writing it down, once you really start putting a pen to paper, that's when you really start to realize, is this a realistic goal? Is this um, an achievable goal? You know, is it something that... Um, that the mechanical contractor such as Boland can do, or is this something that, um, you know, roofs or windows or, you know, something of that nature that would be, you know, through a different contract avenue. So Dean, uh, as we begin to wrap up our conversation today, as we hit on our uh, 10 minute time limit, I just want to give you the opportunity to give us any closing thoughts, anything we haven't touched on or mentioned yet here on the podcast, or just any conclusion statements you'd like to make to help us put a bow on this episode. So anything else you want to mention just in the world of uh, hunting for those hidden nuggets of energy savings? The thing that I could say you know, to anybody out there that might be listening and, and really starting to take good hard look at their building infrastructure is, is controls. You know, controls are really the way of the future. Um, controls, uh, building automation controls have come a long way in the past 10 or 20 years. They're a great tool, um, but they're often overlooked. Uh, you know, some people, it's, um, you know, kind of in the back of their head. They don't have any issues with it, so they don't really think anything of it. But when it comes down to it, controls just like your phone or your watch or your television or even your computer, they do wear over time and performance starts to degrade. So just because controls are working and you don't have any issues with them at the time, it doesn't mean that uh, you shouldn't start looking at controls as well to upgrade or um, you know bring in more equipment under, under the uh, automation system. Excellent points all around. Dean Smith, Control Specialist at Boland. Dean, thanks so much for joining us today and talking about hunting for those hidden nuggets of energy savings, that process and uh, everything that goes into it and how experts at Boland can help along, way, uh, along the way with that process. Dean, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast. Thanks, Tyler. It's been great. I appreciate it. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of 10 Minutes to a Better Building. We love having you along for this podcast, and we love bringing you these episodes. And so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with the expertise and the knowledge and the insights brought to you by the building experts at Boland. That way, when you subscribe, you get the latest episodes right there uh, through whatever podcast app you prefer, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, no matter which one you prefer, we are on it. So make sure to go find 10 Minutes to a Better Building if you're not already subscribed, go subscribe today and uh, stay up to date with the latest from the show. And we'll be back soon with more episodes of the podcast. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for listening.